Hi and welcome. My name is Rob Scott from CX Today. Hope you're doing well. Today I'm joined by Andy White, who's the CEO at Contexta360, and he's going to be sharing his perspective on how you can optimize your conversations for next generation CX. So stay tuned. Welcome, Andy. Hi, Rob. Thanks for having me today. Great to see you, and thanks for taking time to talk to me today. Uh, just before we dive in, can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and what you do at Contexta360, please? Yeah, sure. Um, so my career has really been in two halves. Uh, most of the time was in the contact center space, um, primarily in Europe. Um, then got into sort of uh, business software, predominantly service management software, ended up working in North America for a company called Numara Software. We were acquired by BMC Software, two great companies, great experience for me. And I moved back to Europe about 10 years ago and, uh, and now with Contexta 360 for the last uh, just over three years as CEO, uh, running the strategy, uh, product direction, sales, marketing operations for all of our major clients. Fantastic, thank you. Uh, so when I you know, think about AI in the contact center uh, environment, I, I generally think about agent experience and things like automation and, and analytics uh, being you know, three really vital components of today's CX stack. So I wanted to kick today's session off with agent experience. You know, how hot is it in the world of CX? Do you see the trend continuing in the, in, into the year ahead? Yeah, I do. I, I mean, agent experience is critical, right? Because um, most people I find want to be better. You know, they want to learn, they want to engage, they, they, want, to, they want to be increasingly engaged and do a good job. You've always got the 10%, the 80% and the 10% top, middle and, and bottom. But on the whole, you know, people want to do better. Um, we're also in an increasingly competitive marketplace, not only for what we sell and serve, but also in human resources. You know, we're, we're, we're clearly finding it difficult to find high quality people. So we've got to make sure the environment that we work in is, is really great. Uh, it's, it's efficient, it's effective, it's, it's open and learning, and it's a very positive environment. And um, I kind of see technology playing a key part in the whole of that journey. Yeah, absolutely. And I wanted to talk a little bit about automation as well. And in terms of, you know, has it, it's been around for a while. We've been talking about automating things for years and years, and if not, you know, yes. decades. Um, but uh, certainly in the context, in context of contact center, um, a lot of organizations have been automating things for a, number, for, for a number of years. I mean, is there still potential to automate more and add, add value in kind of future CX environments? You know, I, I kind of break automation into two parts. Okay, so there's this kind of internal automation, and a lot of people miss that. You know, they go straight to external automation, you know, the automation between their company and their client. So if we start with internal automation, there's there's a massive amount of efficiency gains to be had there and a massive step in CX capabilities that can be had by looking at internal automation and, and in fact, internal augmentation. Because going back to what we just talked about in, in sort of agent experience and agent performance management, they've got a lot on their plates. You know, they've, they've got a lot of 
real-time things hitting them. We live in a big data world. And frankly, we need to use technology to help them in that process. So things like uh, automating data capture, or in fact, insight capture, things like automating uh, QM processes, which are, which are still very manual and archaic, costing lots of time and money. Uh, automating call summarization, for example, you know, several of our clients have found that you know there's a lot of work post call in in post call wrap up timers if we can automate a lot of that work that's that's going to re really help them then of course on the external side um at the risk of being controversial i i think i think a lot of companies have, have gone too far in fact no i don't think i know because a key part of what we do is we help organizations analyze their their multi-channel interactions whether that be voice video chat email and whether it's landing on a on a human bearer you know a, a, a an agent or whether it's landing on self-service or automation we're we're looking at how is that interaction going and where are the broken processes are the ivrs routing to the right places are the ivas or the chatbots giving the right answers and it's quite scary uh, that the level of poor automation that, that is in place in, uh, in many organizations. So have we gone too far? Yes, but we ain't seen nothing yet. You know, I think the next generation of automation, external automation is gonna really change the landscape that we work in. Could you just elaborate on that a little bit? I mean, in terms of, you know, how, and, and I suppose what, for our viewers, I suppose one of the big questions is, you know, about humanizing these experiences as you automate. How do you humanize and, and personalize these uh, these experiences and interactions, I suppose? But could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, um, may, maybe picking a simple one. Uh, I mean, there's, there's many areas that we work in, but um, let's, let's take IVR routing as an example. I mean, most people think, I mean, m most organizations actually do quite a lot of work in analyzing their IVR from the metadata that comes from the IVR. But we kind of go a stage further. We actually analyze what happens when the call reaches the service bearer, you know, whether that's an automated response or whether that's a human being. And, and still a very large proportion is human, uh, human to human interaction. And it's those insights that we're analyzing that unearths incredible scary moments where you know, we ask one client, how many of your calls do you believe are being routed correctly? And they're in the 90 something percent. And within minutes, we were able to prove that, no, no, you're only routing circa 60% correctly. So it's those kind of customer journeys that are fundamentally broken. And uh, th then you get into the conversation after the call has been routed and then rerouted and so forth. So it's, it's all of those insights that, uh, that we're extracting from bits of the conversation that aren't entered into a system of record because, you know, only 10% is entered into the system of record. That's great. It's a nice segue onto my next question, actually, around kind of the role of AI here, because, you know, I, I believe AI plays a, a big part in contact center and customer experience kind of, you know, technology platforms nowadays for things like, you know, analytics and insights. You know, what, what's, what's that look like from your perspective? Massive, massive subject, uh, massive growth area of interest. Um, I, I kind of summarize it into two questions. So question one is, why is your customer calling? or chatting or emailing, you know, interacting. 
And secondly, probably more importantly, how are we doing in our response? You know, whether that's human to human, human to bot or self-service type portals. And is all of that knowledge and, and are all of those workflows and, and processes integrated? Because regularly they're not, you know, the, the IVR says do this, the IVA says do this, the chatbot's doing this, and the agents have got a different skill set. In a landscape where compliancy and product change and pricing and packaging is changing every week, it's it's a very difficult uh, process to sort of to, to deal with. So, so where we're now using the technology uh, and and the AI and the natural language natural language understanding and natural language generation for auto summarization and so on, uh, topic detection unsupervised topic detection so things we don't know about being bubbled to the surface so we can do something about it to improve the customer experience to improve the agent experience because because actually a lot of the pain the agents deal with is not because the agents are doing a, a bad job it's because the business system isn't working properly you know the, the, the things aren't joined up and the people who get the frustration are the customers so we help optimize all of that. We help bring all of these things to the surface. We're analyzing 100% of everything that's going on in every single channel. And we're bringing insights and predictions to, uh, to the leadership that uh, can dramatically improve uh, customer experience and sales or service, whatever your, whatever your business strategy should be. I bet once you start kind of lifting the bonnet, on the data effectively or the conversations i imagine you find out some really interesting you know insights into, into the business and what's actually happening yeah you do i mean <clears throat> from stupid little things like core categorization you know we've all got our drop down screens you know apples oranges bananas yeah but if the call is about pineapples you know what do you do you know so data categorization um most people know what their topics are. You know, they know this is a credit card call, a mortgage call, a, a, an, an IMEI cell phone call. A, you know, they know their known topics. What they don't know is their unknown topics. And, and that's where a lot of the broken processes come from. And a lot of the the, the, the technology now available in, um, in, in our field is, is starting to bring these services to the surface and enable people to do something about it. And that improves customer experience, that improves revenue, that improves uh, agent experience, uh, and, and creates a better place to be. Yeah, I imagine. So for any organization out there looking to kind of bolster their CX in 2022, what what, what would your top advice be? Uh, crikey, how long have we got? <laughs> Um, I would say I would say start internally. You know, mo most people kind of start with external and automation and understanding the customer. You know, in the old um, what's the book Sun Tzu Art of War. You know, know yourself first. So if you if you understand what's working, what isn't working, get the data, get the insights, and use that first you're going to be in a significantly better place to deal with the next chapter, which will be, you know, understanding your customer and profiling your customers and doing all of the things that we can, we can do to improve service and, and automation. 
uh, and, and cost structures within the organization. Look at um, look at automating a lot of the processes that we've just got used to doing, right? You know, we're doing the the weekly, the bi-weekly or the monthly QM session where we bring 2000 agents in and we, we have a, uh, an agent performance review or a QM review. Um, look at how you can automate that and actually only do that process for the places where it matters because that can liberate hundreds of thousands of pounds euros and dollars to do better things with more intelligent things so stop doing the the things that we've been doing for probably five years and rethink them um i would look at augmenting workload you know look look at technologies that are available to reduce the the stress and the workload on our certainly our human resources and look at the augmentation and automation to improve knowledge that's in all of our customer interfaces, you know, whether that be self-service automation or human, make sure they're joined up. And I would fundamentally say, check your bots, check your IVRs, check your IVAs, because you think they may be working, but I can pretty much guarantee there will be gremlins in all of them. Absolutely. Some great advice there. Thank you. So just bringing Context of 360 into focus uh, for a moment, how do you provide these solutions to your customers then? Can you tell me a little bit about uh, the Context of 360 technology? Yeah, sure. And look, um, this, we're not here to, to do a sales pitch. There's there's lots of technologies out there, but you know we, we think we're we're changing the game. We're, we're platform agnostic. So we work with uh, Genesis technologies, Avaya, Mitel, NEC, you know, all of them. Um, we grab the traffic in various different ways, whether that be voice traffic, video traffic, chat traffic, increasingly a lot of work in chat analytics that we're doing. Where it's voice or video, we use our own technology to, uh, to transcribe all of that with speaker separation. Uh, we have a hypergrade um, accuracy engine, and that's why we built it ourselves. And we tune it to industry lexicon. So, you know, if you're in pharmaceutical and customer says oxytetracycline, you know, that's not converted into oxygen tent on your cycle. You know, we we align it to our customers, and then the magic starts. You know, once we've got those high definition, super high quality transcripts, we then use our uh, AI and NL capabilities to extract insights and do amazing things in sales optimization, service optimization, compliance, quality assurance, uh, lots of CX, customer friction, customer effort score type work, automating customer effort scores. So you've got a an independent view of what's my CSAT, what's my CES, what's my NPS. Um, from an from an independent point of view, not from what the agent said, not from what the customer said in in entering data, but from the conversation. Um, and we typically provide those insights to to two audiences. What one is the data science team, which is really where this technology really started. But where we're seeing the most acceleration is in the uh, operational team leads where we're extending this capability and and making it open intuitive at scale so you know we've got very large clients now deploying our technology right the way into the team leaders so that they can actually do some of this data modeling without needing 
the data science team and the, the data science team have almost moved up into another category of, of brilliance um, and we're helping both of those audiences. That's great. So, and in terms of uh, finding out more, what's the best way to, uh, to get in touch? Well, lots of uh, lots of interfaces on our website, contextor360.com, lots of calls to action. Uh, in fact, just this week, we've launched uh, uh, an automated QM calculator that you can go in and put some of your details in, and it will tell you just how much we think we can save you through one of our 50 technologies that uh, is available within Contextor. You know, and hopefully, we can show some of your... Uh, your viewers, you know, how we can help them save one, two, three hundred thousand euros, pounds, dollars a year by by moving to Contexta 360. Excellent. Well, I'm, I'm afraid that that's all we've got time for today. However, if you're interested in finding out more, as Andy said, there's uh, a link in the description to the Contexta 360 website. Definitely worth having a look at that QM calculator. And thanks, Andy. Great to see you. And it's been really you know, good hearing you know, all about Context of 360 in the marketplace today. Great to be here, Rob, and uh, thanks for your time today. Thanks, Andy. Good to see you. And it's been great talking to you today. Really appreciate it. Oh, great, great to be here, Rob, and uh, thanks for having me on the show. And thanks to everyone for watching CXTV. If you've got some good takeaways from today's session, do give us a quick mention on social and subscribe to our channel for more industry news and insights. I'm Rob Scott from CX Today. Thanks for watching.